If you have been listening to my podcast, you would know that I've been in quite a few different situations throughout my life. Sometimes it's embarrassing, weird or awkward. But this incident is kind of one of the top 10 in my life chart definitely. And I have tried to be as explicit as possible in my title. I would classify this episode towards more of slapstick comedy. So here it is, um, my episode, Full of Shit. About eight years ago, I joined my company as New Blood, Young and Green, and I was seated in an office which was quite huge because we had a few departments sharing the space and that includes some of the senior management. And two to three weeks into work, it was just a normal day and after lunch, I probably had too much food and I decided to head to the toilet to take a shit. And everything was normal, although I felt that I had more to let go that day. I felt kind of like an elephant, but I had good faith and trust in Singapore's sewage system. I believed that it could handle my shit, literally. So I kind of wrapped up and flushed the toilet bowl. And that's when shit really happened. I noticed that it was choked. And it's like having cereal and milk, right? You pour too much milk into this bowl. And now, I look at the toilet bowl, it seems like the milk and cereal is almost to the brim of the bowl. And I don't have much options there, right? I only probably had two. One, just leave it there with a toilet bowl full of shit and water. I could see my shit like floating around. But um, there was another option which was to try to flush again. And because I'm quite a hopeless optimist at times, I decided to take the latter option and that was to flush. I'm sure you can resonate with me on this. Sometimes in life, we make certain decisions that as soon as we make it, we regret almost instantaneously. And this is one of those moments when I decided to press the flush button. The toilet bowl was still choked, nothing went down, but instead with more water added, all the water and sheet started overflowing, coming out of the toilet bowl and the cubicle was not big. I was literally panicking and playing the floor is lava at this moment. <laughs> I felt really helpless. I did not know what to do. I tried to look around for any equipment that was helpful, but there was none in sight. I did contemplate to use my bare hands, but nope. I wasn't brave enough, so to make things worse, this toilet isn't big. Um, there was only one cubicle and now it's in a mess. I know that there was no chance that people would not see this mess. So there was really a lot of emotions coming in and overwhelmed me. But of course, I'm a responsible man, so I couldn't leave that shit there. Just like this, I gathered myself, walked out of the toilet and back to my cubicle. I went straight to my laptop and I started searching for the facilities helpline. 
and I had to call them. It's like those movies where you watch where this guy accidentally manslaughters someone but is responsible enough to turn himself in to the police. So I had to call the help facilities and when something like um, uh, I killed someone, uh, please help me. Not long later, an auntie came, but understanding the severity of the situation, I knew that she may not be able to solve it single-handedly. And the thing is, my cubicle was located in a path where she had to walk past me before going to the toilet. And anyway, I had to identify myself to her. And at this point of time, she was at my desk trying to ask me what happened and... I had to kind of explain the situation slightly to her in this shared office space and it seems like the new colleagues that are around me would probably know that something has happened but uh, I kept the details as minimal as possible and I told the auntie, oh maybe you can have a look at it first so she went in I was sweating even though the office was cold and after a few minutes I could hear the auntie making some communications over her walkie-talkie and because I could understand what she was saying in dialect, I found it funny. I was trying to hold back my laughter because I felt bad at the same time but in a nutshell, she was like the police in the movie where she was asking for backup so she went something like, we need backup, we need backup, shots fired, shots fired, this place is in the best. Now we're in the final act of the movie. The backup forces came, a team of three with a janitorial trolley full of equipment. I had to own up to them. I said sorry, I felt really bad. And they said that it was okay, they went in. I think it took them quite a while to fix the mess. And I'm sure the office knew that something serious has happened but I hope that nobody had to see that site. From then on, I never dared to look at the facilities team in the same way again and I always held my head down. <laughs> and I have become more conservative with my shitting sessions up till today. After hearing this episode, some of you may go like, hey, this is full of shit, man. But don't be fooled. There's an important life lesson behind it and that is in life, you are free to make any decisions but the outcome may be good or it may be bad and when it's bad, you decide if you should get the shit cleaned up or you can just leave it there and how you are going to get that shit cleaned up. I'll see you next Sunday at the SSHM Podcast on Spotify and Instagram and it seems like most of us are going back to our office in full force and for those of you with a toilet located in your office, just remember me and remember what happened to me. I'll see you. Bye bye.